So you've got an idea that you feel excited to bring to life that you know will help your clients or your customers, but you're feeling blocked by the fear of rejection. You're not sending the messages that would allow them to sign up to engage with your work or experience your service or product because you're worried they might say no. Welcome to the Ideas Coach podcast, the podcast designed to help you bring your idea to life and have fun in the process. I'm Jess Ratcliffe, aka The Ideas Coach, and I run Unleash Your Extraordinary, the course that helps you get clarity on what you want and make it happen. In this series of the podcast, we're busting your blockers. We're going to look at the fears that hold us back from bringing our ideas to life. And one by one, we're going to turn that fear into fuel that moves you forward. Let's dive in. And so in this episode, we're going to bust through our fear of rejection. And I'm going to share with you a simple shift that allowed me to go from putting off sending the messages that I knew would move me forward to signing up the first students to unleash your extraordinary. And I remember it so clearly. It was back in August, about a week before this, I'd made the decision to turn Unleash from the workshop that it was into the course that it now is. And I remember thinking to myself that I wanted to challenge myself, that I wanted to validate the idea before actually creating the course. And to do this for a couple of reasons. Firstly, to validate the value, to validate the offering before I've even started creating it so that I can iterate in advance before I've actually built the thing, but also so that I can learn who I'm creating it for and have those people in mind as I'm creating the course. And so that's exactly what I ended up doing. But before sending those messages, before inviting the people, the specific people that I had in mind that I wanted to be the first students of Unleash Your Extraordinary. Oh my goodness, did I put it off. And I know now, looking back, that the reason I put it off is because I was scared that they'd say no. Because we fear the no, don't we? We fear, what does it mean about us if they say no? What does it mean about what we're offering? Or for the future of our idea, if we put it out there and nobody signs up, or more than that, we specifically invite people to engage with it and they say no. I mean, the thought of getting the no in itself is terrifying enough for us to avoid ever asking, isn't it, right? We kind of, number one, we assume we're going to get a no. So from the get-go, we're setting ourselves up to think we're going to get a no. And there's something about the no that makes us think that if we get a no, it's the end. We fear what that no means for us and for the future of our idea. And we fear, therefore, being the person that even asked in the first place, because we don't want it to be awkward. The last thing we want is for someone to feel like they have to give us an awkward no, and we wish we never bloody asked in the first place. So we avoid it. But the truth is that the ask, the invitation, the message that invites someone to engage with our work is the only way that they'll know how to. And that's what landed with me. Like when I think about this and when I think about how excited I was to create the course, how aligned having the course now feels with the direction that I've always wanted to point myself in 
and how fun it's been to create the course to challenge myself to turn what was a two-hour workshop into now a six-week course, I'm absolutely loving it. But this is kind of, this is with hindsight, isn't it? Because now I'm on the other side of the fear of rejection because I did end up sending those messages and those messages in particular ended up being yeses. But I also had no's. And as much as those no's were what I was fearing, they weren't the end. In fact, they were the beginning. And that's the shift that I wanted to share with you today that allowed me to start sending those messages because it dawned on me in the summer sun where I was on the cusp of sending the first messages, I realised if I don't send these, I'll never know. And therefore the answer, the result, the outcome is always going to be a no. But if I do send these, they might be yeses. And even if they are noes, what if it's the beginning, not the end? What if getting a no actually allows me to learn why? To learn what it was about what I'm offering, what I'm planning to create that didn't quite land or didn't quite come across? And what if the data behind those noes allowed me to hone in on who Unleash Your Extraordinary is and isn't for. Because we can't be for everybody. We don't have to be for everybody. But when we start sending messages, when we start daring to invite people to sign up for our product or service, that's how we learn who we are for. And when we hone in on that who, on the people that we are here to help, that's how we can focus on serving them best, on creating something that solves a specific problem that they're experiencing and that we feel excited to solve. So what would you do differently if you knew that no was not the end, but the beginning? And that you knew with every no, you're getting closer and closer to the right yeses, the best yeses for the people that you are here to help and who are ready to engage with your work. So if you're feeling blocked by the assumption that you'll get a no to your message, I invite you to test that assumption because the only way to get a no for certain is to not send the message. Now you might be thinking, Jess, this is all well and good, but the block is actually that I don't know what to say. And this is why I'm a big fan of WhatsApp voice memos, because I'm also a big fan of just speaking what you wish to say. And so if you're really feeling blocked by what to write in the email or what to write in the message or what to say over the memo, I invite you to imagine that the person you're inviting to engage with your service or product is sat across from you. And imagine that you're in conversation with them already. What would you say if you were together in person? And it could be that you write this down, that you visualize the person sitting across from you and capture in your notebook what you would say. It might also be that you open up a voice recording and just start capturing what you would say to them if you were on the phone together. Not to necessarily send that, but to then listen back to it and see what naturally came to you. And if you're wondering how to send it, I'd invite you to use the platform where you believe you're person hangs out the most. So as an example, if you have 
a series of customers who you typically see in person and you know that they're not really on social media, sending a message across Instagram might not land as much, but sending a personal email or a personal WhatsApp is going to reach them where they're at and it's much more likely to get seen which also I think we can play it safe by turning to social media and the more kind of broadcasty tools because we tell ourselves that if I go and just send a message out to everyone, then I'm not putting the pressure on one person to say yes or no. But actually by doing that, what it means is it dilutes the message and it means that they might not even see it. Whereas if you actually want to reach out to that person in particular, if you genuinely believe that they'll get value from what you've created, what if you imagine that they're excited and happy to hear from you? How cool would that be to finally have a solution to the problem that they're seeking to solve and to hear from someone that they already know and trust? That's you. And so to put this shift, the shift that no is not the end, but the beginning, I invite you to test your assumptions, to test the assumption that you think you'll get a no, and to test the assumption that you think it will be painfully awkward and mean that it's the end. Because if you don't try, you won't know. And if you do get a no, it's fuel that moves you forward, data that allows you to iterate. So to recap, the shift is that no is not the end. It's only the beginning. And if you've got a message that you're waiting to send, that you know you want to send, but you're feeling blocked by the assumption that you'll get no, the only way to test it is to send that message. And to send the message that you would say, that you would articulate if that person was sitting across from you now. And then to celebrate sending the message, irrespective of the outcome. It doesn't matter if you get a yes or a no, the fact is that you've stepped forward, you've taken an action that you were previously avoiding and that is something to celebrate. And if you get a yes, brilliant. If you get a no, brilliant because you still get to iterate and you're still moving forward. So I invite you to send one message to one specific person and see what happens. And then if you wish to send me a message to let me know that you've sent your message and we'll celebrate together. You can reach me at, at the Ideas Coach on Instagram or jess at theideascoach.com over email. Happy experimenting and I'll see you next time.